Hello and welcome to this week's episode of No Freaking Clue. I'm your host, Wabby, and today we're in the big D, <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> and I was like, I want to have a guest on. Um, so I got one and you've probably seen him on social media and he has probably made you feel like a lazy sack of shite. Um, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> you've seen his content. <laughs> it wasn't my intention. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, our guest today... What's up, y'all? I'm Rasa Kaiser, uh, 24 years old, uh, born in Houston, raised in Dallas. I've uh, been repping Texas my whole life. Uh, you know, I also got cowboy boots, you know. Uh, but yeah. Yeehaw! <laughs> oh God, I, didn't, I was literally going to ask you if you were born in Texas. Or like yeah, where I was you're born from. in Texas. I've been born nice. and raised here. I always have ideas of moving to maybe like New York or LA. But really? I feel like my I heart is that. always set here. Yeah. So. I don't this know is if like I a, want to leave. a low key New York, LA. Uh, yeah, I know. I think it's been Dallas has been building up. I mean, yeah, you know, I think uh, especially like I feel like I just wish we had more like public transportation. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. because I'm tired of taking driving my car everywhere. <laughs> especially the traffic here is terrible. Yeah, traffic's getting so yeah. much worse because all the people from New York, yeah, and California like, are coming here. They're so. like, let's go see what it's about. Yeah. Okay, so what time did you wake up this morning? This morning, I woke up at like eight really yeah wait are you not an early riser no i actually am an early riser so i actually have to wake up from like my first prayer of the day uh -huh. and right now it's at like 6 a.m but i slept so late last night so we're like i did not get up and then whenever it rains uh -huh. whenever it rains i can't yeah. get up like i don't know it's like it's something that's happened my whole life whenever it rains it's just like you i guess the up. sounds of it just makes me uh -huh. so calm to where like i will not wake up to the sound of any alarm i was gonna and ask you because i was gonna see if i got up earlier today and i did you did oh, <laughs> man, you beat me to it. <laughs> not to work out though i had to blow out at but. seven <laughs> 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 I had to get my hair blown out. i'm like so it wasn't like to do anything like you do like yeah i, I was shit. scared i was gonna be late and i was like well, oh my goodness because i know because i know because on thursday nights i go live which uh -huh. i try to do for you know my audience to make sure like we know like we're in touch with everything because i feel like Whenever it's my videos, like uh -huh. you know, I do like that day in the life routine style, yeah. I feel like I have like a, can I curse on here? No? Yeah, you can curse. Okay. Um, I feel like I, I like look like and sound like I have a stick up my ass <laughs> because it's like everyone just thinks like I'm a robot. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I do this, yeah. this, this, and this when it's really just happens naturally. Yeah. But like, but I try to do a lot to make sure people know I'm still human. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, like I mean, I'm, I'm just like everyone else. And I, I think I have a personality. So I try to try yeah. to demonstrate no, the best way I can. Last night. I was telling him he was on live last night. And I, was him, I got on his live, but like I didn't click in it. So you couldn't see my name. I was like, but I was there. I didn't want you to see that I was there. Um, but so you do social media full time. Yeah. When did you start? I started. Wait, so how did how did you like? How did I get into uh, it? The whole thing. So, so yeah. the whole thing started like about. So two years ago, I was mm -hmm. finishing up my computer science degree plan at my university mm -hmm. and the whole the whole thing that was going on, I was just like, you know, I had like one, like two summer classes left and mm -hmm. I was like, TikTok was like blowing up at the time. Like it's still growing. So this is growing. what year, 21 or 22? I or, am, or 20. I think I was 22. No, like what year? Was it 20 or? It was. Like a, you were 22. Uh, 2021. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 2021. So two years ago uh -huh. and I had the whole summer and I was just looking at like TikTok and it looks like everyone was just growing and I feel like like after the whole like you know c19 and everything everyone was on there uh -huh. and it just kept kept growing and i just decided like i've always wanted to do social media i've always tried to like try to go viral on yeah, every platform yeah. i've had you know even originally i had this instagram like fashion page yeah. like right after high school but like i didn't stay consistent and i just kind of uh -huh. like gave up on it i was a i had a twitter too yeah. where i had a pretty decent following you know like so just so you know, have it's a personality. It's so funny to me. Anybody, that, my suits. <laughs> anybody that's like a creator has always had like a, a thing for it. Thing for it. Like yeah, it's people just like, ask and I'm like, you have to have a thing for it because you have to wake up every day and want to do it. Want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. You can't, you can't just like, you have to want it. I yeah. think that's with anything you want to do. Yeah. And like, you have to want it bad enough and you can't let the, like I, even now, like I always like didn't let the numbers get to me, uh -huh. but now having a bigger audience, I feel like the numbers are getting to me sometimes. Yeah, it's, it is I harder. Like, I feel like it's like at any second you could fall off, right? Yeah. Like you don't have, yeah. there's nothing that literally determines like, it's like a rat like, race. I don't know if I have a job tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's a rat race. It yeah. really is. And it like fucks with your head. Yeah. But so what was your first viral video? Like what did you always do aesthetic stuff? So the first videos I did, so I actually made some video, funny videos that like went a little bit viral. Maybe uh -huh. like, hun like, like six figure K numbers, like uh -huh. six figure numbers with my cats. And then I decided I didn't want to do cats. So then I started talking about cars because like my family's in the car business. Uh -huh. So I started about cars and then I realized how toxic that community was. Like all like very niche <laughs> So you can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, I was just like, 
I couldn't like everyone was just like complaining. Like everyone has so many opinions yeah. on the internet. So yeah. I decided, you know what? I scrapped all of that stuff. And I was like, you know, I don't I can't really box myself in any niche because uh-huh. of the fact that I like I think I like everything. Like yeah. there's a lot of things I have so many interests in and the only way for me to highlight all the niches I like was to make a video that demonstrates it. So my day in the life started with showing everybody like I do like getting up in the morning, uh-huh. making my coffee, getting in the gym, you know, skincare, mm-hmm. all the all these things, interior design, you know, you know, playing video games. Like I just like being I think jack of all trades. Yeah. I guess you could say jack of all trades. Like yeah. I just like I like all So all did you do it? Showcase it. Wait, you started full time in February. But I started full time, yeah. Uh, Whenever Jan- you this, signed this with year, J-Wins. January. Yeah, when I started. Uh, so when you were like first blowing up or like, you know, gaining a following, were you doing this same content? Were you doing your funny content? Like, did you gain a following from that? And then you switched while you had a following or did you switch before you had a following? So actually, I switched when I had a follow. I had a, like, I think I got up to like maybe like like a couple thousand like uh-huh. two thousand three thousand with the car content cat content or like uh-huh. five thousand something like that yeah and then i just scrapped all the videos deleted them all because i didn't like the like number that uh-huh. shows on tiktok and i decided i'm just gonna redo it yeah. i'm not gonna start a new account like i didn't i didn't really and then i just completely transitioned yeah and i just kept doing it i told myself i have two months until i have to start my full-time job and my goal was because I, I like write down my goals now and i try to make sure uh-huh. like I'm accomplishing them. And it's not just like, just about, I feel like when you write them down, you make an action plan in order to actually get to where you need to be. Uh And my action plan was, I need to post every single day because every single day is one missed opportunity to not go viral. Yeah. So that whole summer, I spent two months like posting every single day, a day in the life video. Uh I don't know how I had that consistency back then, but my my (laughs) videos. (laughs) Yeah, now it's so much fucking harder to have that consistency. It's like harder. Yeah, I think it's it's more so now my my videos have also, like the quality has increased like exponentially. I went from making 20 second day in the lives to making like 90 second routine videos. And like, they take me like hours on end to make. And but when as I was doing that, I posted every single day in two months. And I said, by the time I start my full time job as a software engineer, because I already secured a job position, uh-huh. I'm going to I want to hit 100K. Uh-huh. And the first day I started on that job, I had one of my biggest videos ever. And then it was is this it was this African song called Love Noa TT by uh-huh. CK. And it blew up to like, I think, like four million views. And I was like, you know what? I should ride the wave. So I did that day in the life one more time. Uh-huh. And I used that song. And then I did it on that day in the life and then it blew up again. And that hit me at 100K after the two months like I planned. Was it on the fucking day you started? or like On the day I started. Holy shit. And, and the craziest thing is one of my one of my closest friends now, Emmanuel, he uh-huh. actually. So we weren't friends at the time. He was the intern on our on the software engineering uh-huh. team. So he's like, you know, like he like as soon as I hit 100K, I got a message on like Microsoft Teams and a chat message you use at work. And he's like, wait, bro. You're the dude from TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. And then, yeah, and then, like, you know, our, our friendship is uh, has been stronger <laughs> since those that days. so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. So how long did you work in that career? In that career, I spent about, I think, a year and a half. Uh-huh. A year and a half. And I just, I wasn't huge into it. You know, the big thing about having Asian parents is yeah. you have, like, three options in life of work it's you'd be a doctor an engineer or a lawyer yeah and you don't do any of those (laughs) you're a disappointment yeah so i did i ended up becoming an engineer like they wanted they actually originally wanted me to be a doctor um they sent me like like the year my parents were just hoping i fucking made it through they're like community (laughs) college you go bitch (laughs) it was like ever since they know they put me like i was in like the the gifted and talented so what college did you go to I went to uh, a local call. Actually, my local college, uh, University of Texas at Arlington. So <sighs> that's not so too far. Funny. The reason I went there is actually got that's like a big college, though, isn't it? Huh? Oh, it's still a big college, but I yeah. mean, like, I just felt like because I was like a commuter, I just like think of it as just like. Wait, is that UT? No, that's no, no, not UTA, UT. UTA. It's like part of the UT system. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you'd be like my local college, Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My local college. Yeah, I went to MIT after. <laughs> it's no big deal. Yale uh, or whatever. You know, I don't know if you've heard <laughs> yeah, of it. Just these little, little schools. Um, but I ended up getting a. I, I got a. I got a full ride there, and I was on stipend. And I decided uh-huh. to stay at home and just commute from there. Yeah, that's I think it's the best decision I ever made because I saved so much money yeah. doing it, and I got paid to go to school basically. Yes. And paid to get my degree. That's what so, I tell everybody. I went to community college, lived home with my parents. Like, 
and I'm not, I'm not even using my fucking degree. And I'm like, yeah, thank right. God. Yeah. I'm not in debt at all. Like exactly, my yeah. dad could pay it out, right? Cause it's community college. I wasn't, I didn't even know what I was going to do. Like if I was going to be a doctor or something, I would recommend, you know, going to like a nice college, nice college. but like I wasn't. Yeah. I feel like that. outside of that, if you're not going for like, you're like, what's it called? Like grad, grad level yeah. courses. Yeah, like yeah. I really don't think like post-grad, I don't think there's any point in going to a university directly yeah. unless you have a scholarship. And I don't know why pe- people preach that. Cause then you get out and you have a job and it's hard to pay like it's hard to pay because like i mean two hundred thousand and man debt. inflation beating us <laughs> inflation beating us we're not getting paid enough to do the yeah we in a recession we know like i yeah, don't know yeah. i don't know like it's, it's just getting harder and you know we're not buying houses like everyone used to at like twenty one thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> our parents in these big ass houses yeah i have this for 100k back in the 90s yeah, yeah exactly yeah. A- um i'm trying to think of what's Wait, what were we just on? What were we actually on? We were on... Your job. Yeah, so we were talking about... Yeah, software so you engineer did for a year and a half. Were you signed with some... Okay, so backstory. We are with the same agency. We're both with Wasserman. Yeah, So Wasserman. that's how... Yeah, yeah. I follow... We, <laughs> we became mutuals last week. Yeah. <laughs> I followed you last week. Did you see me and know me from Wasserman? Or did you see me and you're like, I guess I'll follow this bitch back just to be nice. Or I no, like, no, no. I saw, so I saw... Because I see uh, like Bailey and like... Our, our agents like constantly reposting uh-huh. like uh, each other's content so like i had an idea uh-huh. so i ended up uh, as soon as you followed i was like yeah of course like, okay, we're slay, slay. basically uh co-workers because i because uh, <laughs> <laughs> i've seen i saw your whole espresso like my dream partnership is literally espresso even though i've never like i never post them and i'm like abby be so fucking for real you can't not post them and then <laughs> want to have a partnership but you had which is just kind of jumping forward but you had a whole thing with Nespresso. They put your name on a fucking cup of coffee. Yeah, no, that, that was awesome. Yeah, so like, you know, my love for coffee was obviously shown since the beginning of the day in life. I started with like French pressing and ended up getting an espresso machine and then Nespresso reached out and they're like, hey, we really love your content. Uh-huh. And I was like, no way. Like, Nespresso? Like, like, like you're joking. Like, like this is it? like, you know, I, and I don't think, and I think a lot, of, especially when I posted my first um, like advertisement with them uh-huh. as my sponsorship, they were like, there like someone commented like i don't think there's a better person yeah. to be sponsoring this kind of product that's exactly. espresso and you know ever since they know they've treated me with such like kindness they're so great and like they've always shown love and then like so i, I return the favor always make sure i uh-huh. show it in all my videos uh i love it i just love coffee and the fact that they put me in the store i did not expect it because i just woke up and I, I was moving so for the longest time i was making all of my content in my parents home uh-huh. which i was like gaslighting a lot of my audience everyone was like bro you live in this house like what and i'm like i'm like i didn't answer i was just like hey y'all think what y'all want to think you know <laughs> <laughs> I <got a> house. <laughs> it's all on you like i'm not i'm not gonna say nothing but if you join the live i might i might give you yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. details you know um but and then like and then i decided to move because i felt like you know a lot of people like so if you've seen my content you know my place looks really good uh-huh. and a lot of people think it's just because like like i don't know a lot of people get like vibes of me like maybe i might be some arrogant uh-huh. like douchebag or something <laughs> i mean he is but like <laughs> yeah like, i am not saying so, he's not yeah, but i mean i still have an ego but like <laughs> it doesn't come out unless you say something like out of pocket to yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh so i do, a lot of the decisions i make when it comes to my life choices is really based around my content and whether i want to like the like furnishing the apartment was a big thing that I wanted to do and show and highlight and make it a part of my journey to show people like how to get yeah. things looking good. And I keep my place always looking great, but it was really just for content for moving out. Yeah. And I think it, it did a pretty good job. I think it paid off in the end. You know, people were like, see the rent numbers. I don't, I don't discuss anything financial uh-huh. with any of my audience. You know, like a big question I get asked is like, how much do you make? How much is your rent? Like, I don't, I don't know if you've seen The Office, you know, like Michael Scott, he's like, hey, like, I don't, I don't talk finances with uh-huh. my girl. It's, it's non-sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way with my audience. Like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to give up, give up those vibes. Like, I think it's just like, plus I don't, a lot of people like all these out of touch influencers. Yeah. I do everything. Like, it's like, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm a personal brand and I'm a business. And yeah. I think a lot of people don't, don't understand that aspect of it. Right. Like I have to brand myself in a certain way uh-huh. and make it, and since I'm the aesthetic guy, I got to keep everything aesthetic but then like you know my pockets be running yeah. deep because of the fact that everything is aesthetic like i want like i'm really into cars like i said i was doing the whole car content thing and now uh-huh. i want a freaking supercar and i see all these like on the for you page i see like like teens driving these like lamborghinis i'm like bro oh <laughs> goodness it's like 
it's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, good thing I'm not an aesthetic. I still don't live at home with my parents. <laughs> I'm like, I'm taking the yeah, I'm like, right out. I, I think I, I, I dug myself in a hole and I can't get out now. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing really good. Okay, yeah, so they, what do you mean you woke up and they were like, hey, we're putting your name on an espresso. So if you don't know, you could literally go in the store and say, what? So you could go, hey, can I get Rossick's uh, pina colate recipe? And they're, they're served to you. It was in the month of September. They told me at the beginning of like May, May, they told me, hey, like we have a better idea for Rossick's recipe. We want to serve it in store at seven locations. And it was, uh, it was of course, my hometown of Dallas. Uh -huh. We have Miami. We have, I think, what else was it? Like New York. So like the big shit. It was like all the big cities. And they're like, at these locations, we're going to serve your drink. And then... I just got to announce it to everybody. And then like, I'm seeing a lot of people tag me and DM me saying, Hey, Ross, like, I got your drink and espresso. And it just, it felt so good to have I like, I thought it was going to be a law around longer. Cause I was literally, I told Bailey, I was like, I gotta go get a drink. She's like, dude, that was like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> two months ago. I was like, oh, hopefully we'll get a, another drink, maybe permanent yeah. in there. Like hey, an espresso. If y'all see this, you know, hey. Hey, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, if you guys want, if you, guys want. Year, you know, it's y'all's call. Like, I mean, don't make me pull out the other espresso machine to but, put no, some pressure like, on y'all. You are, a good ass person that I work with because you literally post it every day like that's a that's a brand's dream yeah i know i just just like i think a hey, it would it would just make it would just it just made sense like yeah. and i think like and a lot of the brand partnerships like a lot of people like do see that i do do brand partnerships pretty often uh -huh. but i don't do them as often as a lot of other people do but the other thing is what's called i'm very selective yeah so like i've had brands like bigger brands ask me hey, do you want to work with us? And I straight up told them no. Yeah. Like, it doesn't fit my content. I, I don't want to call out anybody, but like, you know, like I'll say, I said no to DoorDash. Like uh -huh. I, know, I know DoorDash is big, but I don't order food. Like I really don't. Like, I will drive my car to the place, pick it up and come back. Cause seriously, like, I mean, I'm buying it. Cause he's that, you see his content, you know, this dude didn't do DoorDash. He's, <laughs> he's, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's Wait, hold like, it closer, hold it closer. A, oh, it's like a $10 burger and it becomes $50 just because of the fact that, because we're lazy. Yeah. And I'm that's not, how you know you got your life put together. If you're not lazy enough to order DoorDash, like you're going to the store to get sure, it. Yeah. No, it's, you're it's, built different. it's not just lazy. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm also cheap. Like, <laughs> like a lot of people see all the nice things, yes. but they don't understand that I saved up yeah. for a lot of so those nice things. So what did you move out with your parents? I moved out, uh, was it June? No, no, no. April, 2023. Okay. This year? This year. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, why is it 24? No, six okay. months ago. Okay. Six months so ago. So you live with them. You're, you're 24 too, huh? I'm 24. I'm 24. Yeah. You're 24? And yeah, I yeah, yeah. still live with my parents. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing. I mean, exactly. we just talked about like, inflation, man. Like, we can no, no, no. Like I tell every a lot of people ask me like, hey, Rossick, should I be moving out? And I'm like, if you can afford it and if that's what you want to do, yeah. do it. But if you can save money and you're still able mm -hmm. to live at home, I'd say stick to it. There's no like yeah. there's no like bad like there, there shouldn't be any bad stigma of the fact of living at home because the fact everything is so expensive. Yeah. Like I'm looking at rent prices for things that look Eh, and it's it's nuts like like it's no crazy. save your money if you can like i think it's really important especially also if you have like, a good relationship with your parents and if they're willing to do that that's yeah, such a blessing exactly. like yeah it's a it's, yeah, having it, the opportunity it's to do an that. amazing blessing to have to do that because if i if i end up like not wanting to stay at home i could go back yeah i don't know if my ego would let me but <laughs> see that's why i think that's why i'm like i don't want to live that's the only issue know. about moving out once you move out i feel like it's like it's you like cementing you better out. figure it out that's also that's also why you don't have to move out is because the day you do move out you're gone forever yeah, yeah so like exactly. I, that's why i'm taking my time because i'm like okay there's gonna be a day that i move out and i'm never living at my parents house again yeah. and that's kind of sad for, for me so it's like, mainly yeah. my ego my parents would like happily have me oh, back yeah, they, they want me to be there they're <laughs> like hey are you coming over this week i was like oh, i have yeah. so much work i wish i could but you know i gotta understand like i'm working for y'all right like the biggest thing like a lot of people think like yeah this is something i do for myself obviously like as as a person everything should be a priority for you yeah. and everything comes second but when i'm trying to trying to work on I'm trying to build you know i'm still in the early stages but everything i want to do is like to pay it forward to so you started doing i'm oh, sorry i cut you off pay it forward to my family <laughs> sorry, <again. laughs> i just thought i was like wait so you started doing this aesthetic content in your parents house yeah because see that my thing is like that's why i haven't posted any videos on espresso and shit like that is because i don't want to film in my parents kitchen can't you no, no. aesthetic so I was able to avoid the kitchen for the longest time. How? By staying in my room. <laughs> <laughs> so Did you do uh, any espresso content or you waited until you moved out? So I had oh, wait, I had one corner for the coffee corner. 
Was that it in I had your room? in the kitchen. Or was it in the kitchen? No, it was in the kitchen. Okay. So there was one coffee corner area that I had in there. And the other thing about aesthetic is my parents' aesthetic and my aesthetic, very different. Which like, I don't want my parents to have white cabinets. I love my parents' house. I love... It's cozy. Like, that's how a parent's house, to me, yeah, house yeah, should a, be. It's a parent's like, house should be cozy. Like, like my a lot of people even come at me like, oh, your place looks like a glass box. It's uh-huh. like windows everywhere and it's not lived in. I'm like, yeah, I know. Because it's like, I'm keeping it up for y'all. Like, it's Which I'm is, not cleaning it. it is, just, well, it is, I mean, I have a sense of OCD, yeah. I would say. Because, like, I'm very obsessed about it. Like, my, like, when my sister comes over in the morning, like, the first thing I do is, like, I, like, vacuum the place. Uh-huh. Like, it's, like, something. It gives me, like... It's something that's like very therapeutic to me, but also at the same time, like I, uh, it's just like, if I see a speck of dust, yeah, it'll get in my mind. Well, yeah, you definitely are OCD then. I, <laughs> I'm probably driving you up a fucking wall then. You're probably like, this bitch's makeup's blotchy. Like I told him he was kind of nervous to come on the pod and I was like, this is the best podcast to be your first podcast because no freaking clue is literally about having no freaking clue and raw dogging lies. So like, this is the best one you can Yeah, I know. I think a lot of people see my videos and like, man, this guy is so structured. He's got it all together. Yeah. You know, on the the external, everything outside you see, it's always, I'd say it's pretty put together. Yeah. Internally, <laughs> I'm just as messed up as y'all. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just they're like, like, you know, like it's hard to, it's hard to navigate. And I'm just like trying to try, I'm just trying to figure it out as I go, you know, making a big jump from, especially like in, in my culture, like uh-huh. doing something that wasn't the doctor, engineer, lawyer thing. Yeah. is like a big jump, especially not having security in this thing. Cause that's the big thing in my like culture is like, the reason like we want went our like children to be doctors is because of the fact that like, there's a security. There's always going to be a need for doctors. So and, like, a sense of status, right? So. Since <laughs> you became a content creator, what do your parents think? Yeah, I think my parents were a little like wary about it at first. They're like, hey, are you, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to do this in January? And I was just like, I was just so fed up at work because mm-hmm. I was like, this is not what makes me happy. It doesn't make me feel fulfilled. And seeing what people say on the Internet, seeing like, yo rasa you're you're getting my life together like yeah you're the reason that pushes me like push me to be like you know what like if they have so much faith in me like i gotta have faith in myself yeah. so i decided hey mom and dad i'm gonna give in my two weeks i don't want to do this anymore you know i i i had secured a partnership with a big name brand uh-huh. that was going to be long term um it ended up falling through but everything else for the whole year paid off yeah in advance and a lot of people ask me, like, why I quit software engineering. Like, oh, it's good pay and everything like that. There's some decent security. I don't know about right now. The, the job market's, like, <laughs> yeah. all over the place. But I ended up deciding, like, it, it's not always about the money. It's about what makes you happy. I know that sounds super cliche. Uh-huh. And, you know, a lot of people are always trying to find what their happiness is. But you never know where it's going to hit you. Things come at you, like, uh-huh. at random angles. Like, I like I didn't know I was going to be an influencer right now. Like, yeah. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I was asking him earlier, I was like, so is the lighting better? Like, should I do natural or this? He's like, I don't fucking know. Like, I like, don't know how I'm I got not, here. I'm not I'm sure. Like, well, like, shit, like, me either. Like, yeah, I think, I think the big thing is like, it's like the, the most important thing is like, content is content. Like, you know, even if the numbers like get to us a lot, yeah. the most time it's like, we, we just got to put out content. You got to keep going. It's all yeah. about consistency and anything you do, you just got to keep, uh, you just got to keep doing yeah. it. And then one thing is just going to get stuck on there. And one one thing I think is really important, but but if you are making content and you uh-huh. are making consistent, make sure that whatever video you create, you're okay with it going viral. You yeah. should be confident in that because if the wrong the wrong video goes viral, it is gonna stick. Like you're going yep. to be known as that. So that was my thing as like why I wanted day in the life because I wanted everyone to see the showcase of everything I love. So that yeah. whenever I start. Because obviously I didn't know where I was gonna be, but now it makes it very easy for me to pivot and talk about different topics yeah. like. I talk about mental health, uh, like I advocate for mental health all the time uh-huh. because I think it's very important to, yes. you know, all of us got trauma, you know, and yeah. I think it's very important to, <laughs> to get over that hump, you know, uh-huh. go do things that are therapeutic and, you know, go to therapy. I know I don't be going to therapy, but I'm thinking about doing it because I think, <laughs> I've been thinking you know, about doing it too. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, like it, it doesn't harm, you know, popular, like, oh, you're just paying someone to listen to you. But I think, uh, you know. It pays off. I think everyone who has done therapy always says they've had oh, a yeah. very good experience. I know some people have had bad experience, but it also depends on who your therapist yeah. is. So you gotta you gotta find the right research. Nothing's gonna yeah. be perfect the first time. I feel like the good outweighs the bad in that. Yeah, good, for good, sure. Good outweighs the bad. So um, so okay, so you feel like the the aesthetic is more you than the car, is what you're saying. The what? You didn't want to do the car anymore because you didn't want the, the car content to go viral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't want the car content to keep going viral. 
And I was just like, plus uh big thing was like, it just felt like such a toxic community because everyone has such their opinions. Like, oh, like, oh, I love Porsches. I love, uh-huh. I love BMWs. And everyone's just like, I'm just like, whatever, man. Yeah, like, too much of an opinionated. Too much opinionated. And I'm trying to give like more objective stuff because like my family's a car business. I've worked on cars. A uh, big thing a lot of people don't understand is like, no, a lot of people like, I think, especially my like, not my male audience. It's usually uh-huh. like male audiences on the platforms are always like, oh, this guy's soft. Like he doesn't know what hard work is and like he doesn't get like dirt in his yeah. like nails and stuff like that. But the big thing is the reason I don't have dirt in my nails is because I don't have them anymore. Yeah. My When I say my family's in the car business, uh, my family, uh, we have a salvage yard. Uh-huh. So a junkyard, right? So like if you've been to a junkyard, you know, there's dirt yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And I was working on cars going up all the time. Yeah. So I know how to like navigate through all of that, how to take care of my like car. Like I know, I know. So I drive electric car now, but that's uh-huh. because it's just not as much of a headache to constantly take care of vehicles and stuff like that. And most like, you know, car business owners would probably go that unless they want to get the, you know, that's the thing with cars. social media is that people think see one video and they're like, Oh, I know your whole life. Like yeah. I know that you've never had dirt on your nails. No, you fucking know. Yeah, the, the assumptions are crazy because the reason I'm so like, OCD for lack of a better word because I know sometimes yeah. some people are a little, little like, like don't Labeling like just using it. usually which I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure I have it I just got to make sure I think I took like a test and they're like oh yeah you got it <laughs> <laughs> you're type A yeah yeah, type a. A. yeah I think it's about is just, that like, like a nice word to say I don't know oh. yeah I'm just like I'm a perfectionist I like having everything in order I like yeah. having everything organized completely opposite going, of me basically yeah because <laughs> uh, completely opposite of the junkyard because of the fact yeah. that everything over there was unorganized like I'd go there go work there and all the time like everything is out of place out of order yeah. nothing and like the inventory is not always done correctly because there's a new car and there's like there's a million parts on a car and then sometimes the car finally arrives someone needs a part and it's removed and then we can't get it like put in the inventory Mm -hmm. but yeah the big reason for the fact that i have like i want to always be organized is like Again, the trauma, right? The yeah. trauma of growing up working on a yard, having those. But they think those, they know that it's yeah, like. Yeah, but they think they don't know that. Like, I keep everything clean because everything growing up was always constantly dirty. Yeah. And yeah, and then I think there's a big thing about like because of the aesthetic content, like it looks like I have a very good amount of money, uh-huh. uh, and it's just like people think I come from some sort of generational wealth. And you know, I grew up in, I grew up in like a leaf Texas uh-huh. and eulis texas when i say i'm from dallas and houston and if you know about those areas like they're not i mean you can't find generational wealth there is all yeah. <laughs> I, I don't if y'all see and y'all find it let me know but it, it, i'm like i grew there. up in arkansas so i feel yeah. that <laughs> yeah it's just like it's just like everyone just makes assumptions, assumptions you know yeah. i did uh i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm like self-made because like my parents did do a lot for me yeah. right like i mean i got to stay in their home uh-huh. they paid for my like bills in, in certain aspects but there's a lot of bills like i took care of myself because like yeah. as soon as i graduated from high school i was just like i don't want to take a dime from my father yeah. and i got that full ride scholarship uh-huh. and i got that stipend that was paying for me i also had a i had a, I had a job too like i had a part-time job uh, i worked like i worked like retail and then uh, like i've always been a salesman my whole yeah. life you know going from the junkyard uh-huh. going to retail i worked at like marshall's plato's closet american eagle see i feel like the thing uh, of people making fun of you for living at home with your parents or like going to community college and stuff and it's like you're making your parents pay f- for all the shit that you're the apartment you're staying in, and you're like, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's just yeah, like so you're like, you can't really say that. Like yeah. you're using mommy and daddy's money. Yeah, mommy and daddy's money. I'm living like, at home. I worked at a daycare. I worked at the bookstore. I like babysat. Like I just like you. Like this is very similar. Like I did not. I didn't want to take a penny from my parents. I didn't, yeah, anymore. exactly. I, they I paid didn't for the roof to, over my head. Yeah. I would pay for groceries for, for myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was just like like even even groceries when I go to like like you know whatever I was going to pick up stuff. Like I was gonna ask my I was gonna be like, hey dad, can I get some money? Dude? Like I I don't even have my parents' credit card. Yeah. But as soon as I like graduate, you know, I did I did like I I did this all I'm not, like on my own in the sense that like I, I I'm like trying to make something bigger than me yeah i just want to keep working on it and i think that like it's just the, the assumptions are just crazy like oh, yeah. oh you haven't worked a hard day in your life and then on top of that like uh you just use your parents money when i haven't i haven't took a dime from them and like and ever since i think it paid off for them me not taking a dime from them because like now i might not have my parents credit cards but i made sure as soon as i was up and running going on this like influencer uh-huh. journey like i've given them my credit cards oh yeah so they can Use I it, take my like, mom on trips. Like, sure. yeah, exactly. It's nice like, to give back. It's nice to give back. You know, like even if I didn't get a brand new car uh-huh. right out of high school, you know, I know a lot of my friends, uh-huh. like, you know, they're driving like the nicest stuff and stuff like that. Like, I drove a '97 Nissan Maxima. Yeah. Like that was my first car, and you know, I'm still grateful for it oh, because yeah. of the fact, like, 
Like, it's much better to have a story where I went from a 97 Nissan Mas- Maxima and then hopefully, you know, end up in a Lambo. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm grateful for everything my parents have done and I want to pay it back to them uh-huh. in more ways. And, like, one of my goals is, like, one day to get my mom her dream house. Uh-huh. Like, she she loves homes and, like, you know, we growing up, she, like, we go to open houses for fun and stuff like that. That's I think that's, like, where my, like, like my taste for interior design came from was, like, my uh-huh. mom, like, spent, like, a lot of time with her and uh i just wanted to say like i just want to like that's my ultimate goal yeah, on this journey that. is get that to my mom in some sort of way and you know why we want to do that because they were so not they were like nice to us and let us stay there and exactly there's yeah. a lot of parents that are like all right fuck you you're on your own bye which is fine if you want to be that way but like don't expect your kids and then but then those parents are the same ones that are like why are my kids not coming around why they not want to come to come christmas back. or thanksgiving and it's like you kind of shot yourself in the foot yeah you kicked them out as soon as they yeah i never say so like like even like even in my culture like i know like you know in american culture i feel like it's like as soon as you turn 18 uh-huh you're out of the house like that's like the joke yeah, right like, like like oh as soon as you turn 18 you're out of the house but for us it's like you stay in the house until you're married pretty yeah. much so like even so i have a very like i have also a, a pretty big muslim audience uh-huh. because i'm muslim and the big, big thing is like like rostic how, how did you move out like you're not married like how did you <laughs> do you it doing? like why'd you do it like how did yeah. you, and how did you do it yeah and i was just like you know i just like we all have different circumstances uh-huh. for me it was like particularly for content yeah so i decided to do that and and it's just it's just it's just uh, but if I wanted to go back, you know, my parents would more than yeah. Like, they're not gonna say nothing. You know? I feel like we're very much the same. In same, that yeah, whole, yeah, like, yeah. I think which I thought I would like because I'm from the south. I f- feel like well, for the most part, we get married at 18, 21. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I thought I would be living with my parents when I get married. So I'm like, fuck, now I'm nearing 24. Like I guess I'm gonna have to move out before I get married. I'm like, shit. I I thought that I would like get married live with my parents and then move in with my husband when i got married but that's not looking like it's gonna be in the cards for me which is fine but yeah know. i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know i, I don't have any plans for like marriage either yeah. like i think i think like i think social media has just like altered our like yeah. ideas of relationships and like i don't you know it's like my first time i've ever talked about relationships even on uh-huh. any sort of form of social media outside of doing live like, streams which, by the way if you don't have to if you don't want to <laughs> it's okay we can like cut it out later right it's just like i think i think social media has also changed the perception of what relationships are like because a lot of people are really like trauma dumping on there like oh i she doesn't do this or he doesn't do this and then if if they if these people see that in their relationship they're like oh this is not enough and then on top of that you know like the you know like how like a lot of us like content creators are being affected by like mentally because of the fact that Uh there's so many opinions that come in our like inbox and our comments and it overstimulates us and i think that's the same way of what relationship content is doing the relationships we have with people and we shouldn't really have this much access the thing is everybody has skeletons in their closet it's all give and take like yeah yeah, he may do this but he also does this really great like there's gonna be some shitty things about a person nobody's perfect but you gotta pick your you can't have it all but i think you should make like a a list of what what you want in a person if it wasn't bothering you before then like just because social media said it should bother you doesn't mean it should bother you. yeah don't let social media like sell you on things like you should be firm in what you believe in and what you need yeah. because that's more important you know like even even when i see like advertisements like before i never understood people hated advertisements with a passion yeah like i post an ad and if it's not like on brand like there'll be like we know you don't use this like i'm just like yeah. like yeah man, i'm trying to get my bag up man <laughs> what you mean i was don't use this but like a lot of products i do use but the thing is like you don't have to buy it if you don't want to exactly like, don't don't buy it if you don't want to and if you want to buy it make sure to do your research you know i have a lot of like analysis paralysis i have like stuff in my cart all the time and i don't end up ordering it because like i just have to make sure everything is perfect on that so again the type a personality kicks in and i'm just like is this gonna fit right is it gonna do it right and a lot of my you know i I show all the like stuff in my apartment like Uh maybe i have a vast collection of cologne i have a vast collection of like clothes Mm -hmm. really nice stuff but a lot of the stuff like i save up for and i also hold on to for like years i take very good care you know i do the little laundry scene in the day in life you know i take very good care of my clothing because of the fact that if i don't keep it i know it's going to be given to another person yeah and i want them to enjoy it just as much as i did because i think like i mean if you have something you should take care of it. That's nice. the thing is like, just because I'm telling you to buy it, like maybe I'm telling you to buy like a $50 self-tanner. I like the self-tanner. It's a good fucking self-tanner. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, that doesn't mean I think that if you're working this job, you should go out and buy that self-tanner. Like maybe there is a cheaper alternative you could go for, but that's not saying that this isn't a good self-tanner and I don't use this. Yeah, yeah. you don't, this, I'm not, I'm not, and even. You don't even, have to have yeah, it. Yeah, you don't you know? have to have it. And even a lot of the way I structured my, 
um, advertisements is, is so it's objective and informative. I'm telling you about the product rather than telling you why you need the product. Yeah. I always, so I, I script all of my content when it comes to it. I script a majority of it because of the fact that, you know, there's a lot of nuances. Like even, even, even when I do answer on the nuances, like a lot of people are like, Oh, but what about this? Well, people will go like, I made it like, so my, my, my hair growth journey is a big thing. Like I grew uh-huh. my hair back completely. Like yeah. I used to like have very I've seen way that. thinner hair. Uh-huh. The lighting might make it look a little thinner right now, but don't worry, it looks good. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> I always got to be sure it looks good. But uh, like a lot of people, I made a whole entire hair growth routine video and someone comments, how'd you grow your hair back on that video? I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, I, and I answered every single question a person could possibly think of in a 90 second video, yeah. right? Like I only have so much time and I try to touch on every single topic. But even then, I think, I don't know. I think some people just want to talk more than they want to listen sometimes. Yeah. yeah, no, I I used to do like, I need to do it more, but I used to do like get dressed with me like at least twice a week and people would be like, where'd you get that top? I'm like, I literally said, said putting on this top uh, from wherever it was from. Yeah, like I could give them like even even with my clothing they would be like hey where'd you get that sweater from and i'll be like oh i got it from you know uh uniqlo they'll be like where'd you get it from and i'm like uniqlo and they'll be like okay what's the model number like i could give the model number i could give the yeah. store i could give the sizing yeah. i could give the link which is where'd fine you get it from? we're great we are we're grateful to be doing it but like yeah, it's great know, to be it doing it like, but like you know, i'm trying to make it easy for you guys and you're not listening yeah, yeah I, try, I try to make it as easy as possible yeah. like even before i have videos like specifically like maybe it's a product you want to purchase like i have an amazon storefront amazon storefront doesn't pay much like yeah. like yeah. do you have an amazon storefront yeah. yeah yeah it's like it doesn't pay that much at all no so i have that just set for my audience to pick up stuff if they want to not really like it's not really meant for me to make money off of yeah. it. It's just like a list. If you want to get it, go get it. Well, the thing like, is they yeah. sell like uh, 80 different, like if you look up Olipop on Amazon, they sell like 80 different yeah, they sellers. Also, yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you the exact seller that I got it from in case a different seller is selling like a one made from China that's shitty or something China, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you that's gotta why be careful I on those websites. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. why I link it on there. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like no. there's so many different models on Amazon that it's like, okay, this is the exact one I have so that it helps you not waste your money on something that's shitty. Something, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if you're buying, yeah, just like, it's, it's just there to be there. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not here just to like make money. Obviously the first reason I did this because it makes me happy. It's something that yeah. I enjoy. I like seeing it and I like, I'm a very social person. So that's a big re- other reason I pivoted yeah. out of software engineering because like, it's not like I'm sitting at a desk all day coding. Yeah. It's not, I'm not really having any external interaction. Mm-hmm. But when I had the external interaction, like, and I was, it was on social media and I was doing the content creator gig and software engineering gig at the same time Yeah. as I was like building up for like a year and a half and I was posting every single day. Uh-huh. And even, the, I don't even remember how I did that. Like, I know, I know I just like sleep very late trying to finish up videos yeah. And wake up. But when back it's first early. so new, it's so exciting it, still. Yeah. And yeah. I still love doing it, but like there's just so there are a lot more downs like, you know, I feel like we we've talked about it like mentally, it's like draining now. But like I used to work at a daycare and then I would go babysit after two. So I'd work at, literally from like I think I would go in at 10 a.m. Before 10 a.m., I'd wake up early. I'd go to the gym and I'd hurry up and film like seven videos. And then I'd go to the daycare all day. Then I'd come home from the daycare, do this really quick. Then I'd go babysit. Like I had, and then I was doing school full time. So like, yeah, I know it just, and it, it really gets to you, you being, it. cause the big thing is like, then I feel like you stop being present in life too yes. with how you I'm constantly recording. And I wasn't like that kind of person before. Like if I'm somewhere, like I, I take trips occasionally. And you know, when I'm there, like, uh-huh. I'll take like a couple pictures and then I like soaking it in from yeah. my eyes so I can remember it. And then, but now it's like, I, if I go on a trip, like it's like, I don't really get to enjoy it anymore because that's like missed content. Like if I go to some yeah. city, like I'm, I don't know how, how many times yeah. I'm going to go back here again. So I might as well get all the content I possibly can. Yeah. And then it's just like, like, I feel like I don't, I feel like I've recently got better at that, but then I've also got worse at my job. You know what I'm saying? So like, exactly. Yeah, I've yeah. gotten better. Like I, I think I went to New York in June. I didn't even fucking post that I went on Instagram. I didn't even post like one post about it, which is terrible. I posted my story, but like it was great because I was so present and I wasn't worried about, Oh my God, you get anxious. You're like, how can I make this work? How can I do this in a busy street? Blah, 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 blah. And so I wasn't doing that at all. But like looking back, I'm like, fuck, like, I was not good at my job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just so it's like it, such like, a give and take. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it is give and take. And it's it like what you, you want. mentally for sure. Yeah, it's like, just like 
It's like, I don't think a lot of people really dive into mine. They're just like, oh, these influencers, they make like a ton of money and they're like happy. I'm going to be honest. Like there's a lot of influencers that don't make a ton of money. Yeah. Like, like, you know, it really depends on your niche too. You know, like there's like big niches that do get paid well. And then there's niches that that don't get paid well. And just because you have a big following doesn't mean you're going to get paid yeah. an insane amount. And, you know, a big thing, as I say, is just make content that really makes you like just enjoy it yeah. doing it but i think when it becomes a job it's just like there's so much more pressure yeah and then there's <laughs> pressure for like views and shit yeah like always trying to make sure you're on top of the like which I think, i'm we're not saying this is harder than a regular job yeah it's I'm not, not saying at all, or else we wouldn't be doing yeah, it yeah i mean sure. i wouldn't do it if it was harder than a regular job you know like growing up like i told you like working at the salvage yard like i will take being a content creator yeah changing like eight babies diapers an hour (laughs) having to lift them up on a thing change your fucking diaper i don't know these fucking kids i'm changing brain strangers kids diapers like i obviously would take this over that any day but but like you know yeah but i think there's a conversation we had like how it affects you mentally because i also see a bunch of like content creators youtubers tiktokers that like kind of go off the rails they go into like an, the they have to like, go to like an insane asylum for like a few like, weeks because it's like it, yeah the, it just fucks with you i don't just, know why it really messes with you because i think it's just that overstimulation and when you're not getting it think of it like i like i kind of like it's like drugs you know like yeah. you know when you like you don't well, I've had an eating disorder before and i was telling bailey last night it's very similar to that it feels like uh i don't know like like it if I would do bad and my eating disorder one day, trigger warning, talking about my eating disorder. If I would do bad, like I ate bad one day, then I'd be like, okay, let's get up tomorrow morning and do better and like try and eat better today. And then I'd fail again. And then I just like this whole thing of emotions. That's, that's what content feels like. like. I'm like, okay, shit, I did bad today. Let me try again tomorrow. Okay, I shit, I did bad today. Like, feels like that. Exactly. Like, like, and yeah, no, I think the big Cycle. thing is like, just remembering like that posting that one video is not, it's not end all be all, right? You yeah. can just come back tomorrow and hopefully get something else going that, that's like better always constantly improving like you know there's like my day in life do not look like what they used to like yeah. if you look at them in very comparison like 20 seconds and now they go up to like a minute now and obviously still using drake as my music all yeah. the time because like he's my favorite artist i have, I have a fat crush on jake <laughs> <laughs> but uh we're also co-workers with drake you know signed with wasserman just saying. I <laughs> that, that's how so wasserman, my, by the way hook me up no, yeah, yeah so when, like, when my agency know, uh you know J, so i was signed with j1s and j1s uh-huh. got purchased by wasserman the way that you know uh uh my agents told me was like hey we're switching and i want to let you know the first thing they said is your co-worker your co-workers with drake no. and i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah, i mean like were, oh yeah technically yeah yeah let his let his people they know they were my on the call boy. with me they were like i mean they have like a few people sign like billy eilish and they were like naming off these yeah. huge people i was like like yeah what they're, like, they're, they're like rossi you know like these small small artists maybe you i'm like oh so y'all are dropping drake, me now got central it central c SZA. i was like what <laughs> yeah I was literally like, yeah, anybody you can fucking think of i'm like okay yeah and i was like wow this is this place is huge and i was i'm like so excited and i'm really excited to see what goes on in the future with staying yeah. with them because you know i love i love my agents you know i spend a lot of time with them like yeah because they are dallas the based and i'm like one of the few that's actually in dallas yeah. so like and it's close to my apartment so yeah. i'll just be sliding there like grabbing my lunch uh-huh. and, like, going to see what we all i'm like do. i used to be the agency favorite because i would come visit dallas all the time and they had no dallas locals <laughs> and now he is i'm like yeah i'm just like yeah you know like i get i get i get all the invites i'm sorry i'm guys. like i'll <laughs> let them have it i'll let them have it fine um but yeah, no, we do enjoy our job though. We really do or else we I, wouldn't be doing it. I love it. Like I like sometimes I forget, like I think it's always important. Like the big thing, like the big caption I have for a day in the life is grateful to wake up in the morning. Yeah. And grateful is an understatement too that I always switch and always post on it. And it's like, I'm always grateful to be able to do this because, you know, like there's a lot of places where, you know, people are struggling, people are doing things like that don't make them happy and being able to do something that makes me happy i hope it gives like someone yeah. motivation to let you know that it may not happen right now maybe yeah oh yeah i'm 24 maybe i'm younger uh, or maybe i'm a couple like maybe i'm younger than you and you're like oh i don't think it's happened but it's everyone's on their own time Timeline. you have to remember like i think the kfc was colonel sanders uh-huh. like he like kfc opened when he was like 50 something really yeah jk rowling was like 40 something yeah, yeah I think, when she, she was wrote like 38 harry, when she yeah, wrote it like yeah when she wrote harry potter Wait, so out. like okay yeah like it's like you're on your own time and the only competition mm-hmm. you have is really yourself. Like, yeah. and that's that's the big thing of my motto on my pages is 1% better every day. And that's the thing about yeah. No Freaking Clue, my podcast is it's all about being in your 20s, 30s and having no freaking clue what's going on. And so like 
a big thing in your 20s is feeling behind and like yeah. all my friends are married i'm the last single friend and like i'm kind of doing like an odd job compared to everybody else so i always feel like a little you yeah, know also yeah like a lot of my, you know as i was saying like in our culture like everyone's like like a lot of my friends are now like they're do- they're like in medical school yeah. a lot of them are like on their full-time jobs like i used to have one but now me being in something that's a little bit different like uh-huh. it's like everyone's very supportive like don't get me wrong my community like my parents friends mm-hmm. my friends everyone is so supportive they always do anything they can to make sure like like they're supporting any way they can like yeah. even with the nespresso drink like my family my my friends my community they, they all came up showed up and yeah. like came to have the drink with me and it was, it was amazing it felt it felt really great to have like so many people like care for me and like being in a sort of and it's, it's all about the environment you're in too, making sure you have a great support system uh-huh. because if i didn't have these people in my life i don't i don't think i'd be able to even be where i am like oh yeah right now because it's like it's because of the support system i have and my my audience especially like i catered to my audience very heavily making sure like am i taking care of you in the right way like yeah. i'm like hey what kind of content do you want they're like hey rustic we want this and majority of the time they're like hey we want more day in the life and i'm like more like more? <laughs> i'm like y'all don't want me to like pivot and change a little bit to show like how maybe you can i, I did pivot and change a little bit to show like how you can also achieve building that routine yeah every single day um and you don't it, it, and a lot of people which are like, by the way how do you build like how do you suggest i feel like a lot of people in their 20s are getting out of college and like starting this whole new life and like in college you know you're like class this time class this time so you're on a schedule but now they're not having a schedule so how do you suggest getting that routine like starting started i think the big thing that started for me was the gym so uh-huh. like as soon as as soon as i've always been like adamant to like you know athletics you know i was like i played football and i ran track mm-hmm. and then after i quit track i started to gain a little weight so i started like lifting yeah. again and then i wasn't serious about my nutrition but as soon as college started i started taking my nutrition serious and i think the biggest thing that built my routine was going to the gym uh-huh. so i think like it, it doesn't matter how you're looking i know a lot of people are really like sometimes scared to get in the gym because of the fact that like you know it's kind of nerve-wracking yeah. and like all these people are big but I, i'll promise you if there's one place where people do not judge you the right people especially is like it's gym yeah. it's the gym like go to the gym i promise you especially they no had their one. headphones on they're yeah, everyone literally has a, in like, the zone yeah even in the, like the world you think of no one no one thinks about you as much as you think mm-hmm. you think they do like do what like just do just do it that, that's, that's all about it and i think building the routine first starts with the gym and I the think, best thing i always say is go to the gym get on a treadmill or something and start walking and then you can look around the gym and see what's like open because that's like the big anxiety is like oh my gosh what if this isn't open what if this isn't open like what should i do next you can get on the treadmill look around and see like what's open and see what you want to go to first yeah and, and you're not gonna and then you'll the, start a and the first thing you go to you're not you may be like oh i'm not doing it correctly but that's that's okay like the only way to learn is if you fail yeah like if you're not failing you're not going to improve like I, I know like teachers would always give like tests and homework and then mark it wrong because they teach you to learn from your mistakes and that's the biggest thing and i think i adamantly put that in my content too if a video doesn't perform well, uh-huh. I will not do the same thing again. It's time to change strategy, yeah. restructure, put out something new. Yeah. And if even if it's day in the life, the reason it's changed so much is because, you know, I go through a similar content style or similar style for mm-hmm. the day in the lives. As soon as it stops working and I'm not getting the views I want, it's time to switch. Yeah. Because if you like, uh, someone will go mad if you keep doing the same exact thing yeah. all the time. And even you would go mad doing the same exact yeah. thing. I always say throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like with social media recently, I've been doing that a lot and some shit hasn't been sticking. So it's been getting to me a little bit, but... Then no, same like, ah. here. Like I've been, I've been trying to do things. But nobody notices like, that because see, I look at your shit. and I'm like, oh no, you're doing fucking great. So, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people, a lot of people don't notice that. They just like they just see the nice things around and like, oh man. But like the numbers get to me. But like also like one time, so like you know, being Muslim, there's like a there's like a community here. Like uh-huh. we have this uh, thing called uh, Cullum Institute where we we go there like. Uh-huh like to learn more about islam and stuff uh-huh. like that and one time i'm a uh, good friends with the the sheikh right you know the um how to describe it like uh, the imam or like the person who gives like the sermon it's like my priest yeah like yeah, a priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i, okay, I okay. don't know why it's <laughs> coming in my head but like one time and i'm good friends with him right and uh-huh. then like one time there was like uh during ramadan we were there and he was like um you know ramadan is a place for like spiritual like this is your spiritual skincare routine where you're cleansing your body, uh-huh. you know, like you're not, you're fasting and you're like putting all your time to be devout and pray uh-huh. to God. And then he's like, 
I don't care what the guy on TikTok with the skin dropper that vacuums his bed and makes it all nice and stuff. I don't care what he told you on TikTok. And all the eyes just turn on me. And I'm like, oh my, I have goosebumps going down everywhere. And I was like, no way. And my friend is like busting out. Like my, my friends are all sitting here. One of my friends, he's busting out laughing. He just oh, lands in my, my lap. And I'm just like, and I was like, wow, if I can't handle 400, like not even like, I would say like a total of like 500 uh-huh. eyes on me in a room right there. What makes me think like, 1,000 views is low, yeah. right? Like, it's just like... I got like 20K views. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, bitch, like, I what? got like 20K views these past two days on like TikTok. And I'm like, bro, what the heck? Because like, you know... But like, you know what? Like, Anytime I've met with a follower in person, they always ask me about my poor performing videos. Like, uh, because they're more personal. So that's why it didn't go as viral is because it's so personal because people mm-hmm. don't care that much about you except for your actual following. Actual, yeah. So like I did a, a year of dating rap last year and it got like 40K views, which... Honestly, isn't even isn't even a flop. But to me, I was like, oh my gosh, like that didn't do great at getting like you know, three hundred k. But I had like seven people ask me about it in person. Like, oh my gosh, so like it was like something they were interested in. So it's so important to. I even saw uh, Hannah, like one of the CEOs of J1S. She was like, it's so important to have those like low view videos because that is how you connect with your audience. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, no, I think I think you're trying to do a better job of that, like trying to connect because I feel like a lot of people, like I was just saying, I, I sound like I have a stick up my ass and like yeah. a lot of people, like I do keep my life a private to an extent yeah because of the fact like there's some things i just don't want to touch on and then i uh, like j- just for the sake of like you know like a little bit of privacy and then i think people a lot of like assume my life because you know if you really think about yeah. it you don't know me yeah like you just you just know what i'm doing you know what i'm telling you like yeah yeah, you I, know, yeah i control the narrative right yeah i'm but. saying things <laughs> on tiktok sometimes they're not they're not completely true like maybe i want to protect that part of my life Life, which also there was i went to the sherry hill new york fashion week show and uh i posted that i wore sherry hill like i did a transition and i was like looking ugly and i was like i wore sherry hill every year to prom and i transitioned i was in the dress and i was like oh now i guess you go to a show and people were like "Ah, you got to wear sherry hill every year okay well you don't know that my parents had to sell shit like sell our camper to buy me my sherry hill dress like i was just lucky to have selfless parents that like really wanted the best for me they had to sell our camper to buy the fucking dress but you don't know that because you don't know me and you're not even asking that you're just also making that assumption yeah the assumptions just i feel like they just gotta go you gotta you gotta ask like i think i think it's better to be like hey like like also again going back to the muslim thing like a lot of like some some people were like like so we can't eat like pork right yeah. so like bacon i can't eat bacon but i eat turkey bacon yeah. right like and if i show turkey bacon people will be like ross did you eat pork and i'm like what no, I, so, yeah. I have like a, a wine glass but it has like apple cider on it because i don't drink uh-huh. right and they'll be like and i have it and i'm drinking and i'm like ross did you drink i'm like bro yeah, no i, I swear i was stalking that because i was like i gotta learn about this dude and they were like did you just pray and drink in the same video but no no no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah and i uh you know the reason i show like a lot of people say i just pray for the camera the thing is i do i do pray five times a day yeah but and, also if you weren't to pray in the thing they would be like oh that's not part of your day in the life you're not but, a very good you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah me personally i've actually never showed myself actually praying uh-huh because of the fact like that's my connection personal. with god that's my personal connection yeah. with god connecting with him the only shots i say like we have um so our prayer is more of like i would say like a way to like praise god and then we have uh-huh. i think in other cultures you know praying is like asking god for something so uh-huh. we call that dua and when we when i i only show the act of dua uh-huh. whenever i'm uh whenever i'm on if i if i do do it but now uh-huh. i kind of just transition to show my prayer mat just yeah. so people like don't get the wrong idea and stuff like that just to let you know like you know like i am i like i'm a lifestyle content creator but that happens to be all. muslim yeah but, you, but they're also not seeing it all <laughs> yeah and i think a lot of people like you but know, you're also not shy to show it but like you don't want them to think that you're being yeah i'm not i'm not, not doing i don't do everything if i don't do it if i do it on camera i do it in real life if i don't do it on camera yeah. like i don't do it in real life yeah like, well i mean to a, a extent you know like i like to show you what i like but yeah. this is what i do the reason for that shot that shot has never been removed from any day in the life uh-huh. and the reason is is because i've had such an extent of people coming to me and be like, Rasik, because of you, I'm praying again. Yeah. Rasik, how do I get to praying again? How uh-huh. am I praying? How do I do this? And I'm like, like, I feel like I'm doing like more good by doing that. I'm not, I just like my form of like yeah. showing people I'm Muslim in, uh-huh. in, a, in a small way. Because yeah. I always, and I really structure my content directly for everyone yeah. to enjoy. I don't ever like, even when I make like a video like gift guide, I don't go, oh, gift guide for men. I'll yeah. be like, Here's a gift guide for 
uh, that you want to get him. Yeah. Or a guy can enjoy so that like I'm not because as soon as you say like you direct to one audience, you just lost 50 percent of your yeah. audience if you think about it. So I never tried. To I told Reagan that yesterday. I was like, was it Reagan or Bailey? I was like, you are perfectly brandable because you're not on there doing thirst traps and shit oh <laughs> so i used to I, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, really? okay okay so added a point okay when i wasn't as like you know not not taking religion into aspect it was just doing uh-huh. fun there'd be one shot in day in the life <laughs> where i'd be in the steam room and i'd do a very heavy breathing shot <laughs> And like, and like, I'll look at it and I'm like, bro, what is wrong with me? Like, why so we used I to be thirst trappers because I, I used to like try and make that my main form of content. Like before I started being funny on there, that's how I blew up was being funny. But before being before, I was like, no, I'm gonna look at enough to be like a thirst trapper. Yeah, I know, I know. For me, it was like it was like hit or miss because like obviously I wouldn't consider myself the beauty standard because like you <laughs> know I mean, like like I just like I just do it like I knew like I was in shape so I was like oh I, know, I, just, Shit, I, I worked hard for this I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this but yeah. Uh, but yeah, like in the day in the life I had that. But then over time, I was just like, you know, in my religion, like we're supposed to be covering, it's called Aura. Uh-huh. And it's like basically like a sense of like, uh, like respect for mm-hmm. yourself. And like as a man, you're not allowed to show like from your navel to like past your knees. So like even in my videos, I don't wear shorts anymore for the most part. And I also, if I do show any of my body, uh-huh. I will have like my hand right here covering my belly button. Uh-huh. Like, so I'm not showing it. So like, there's like little ways, like again, walking on those eggshells, but making sure I'm still trying to, trying to be like real with it. Real with it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Because like, for the most part, like at home, like, like I wear the shirt in the day in the lives because I had to, yeah. not because I want to. Because <laughs> <laughs> so a huge question now, last, was it last week you went viral for skincare routine? It was a couple months ago. It was actually the same month as Nespresso. So Damn, so that was a big month for you. So a couple was, months a ago, he went month. viral for a skincare routine. Like literally so many articles about it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Was, so what is your skincare awesome. routine? My skincare routine. Uh, so that video actually encapsulated my whole hygiene routine. But if we're just talking about my skincare Wait, routine. Wait, time out. When did you start doing a skincare routine? Did you do it your whole life or did you just start? So I had a skincare routine since like college i would say uh-huh. so i started like using like cleanser and moisturizer and then like i have a friend on tiktok derm doctor oh uh-huh. he's a great guy bro i love that man like he is great i'm sure you've seen <laughs> him shout out your derm doctor that I have. man is great uh-huh. uh he's like he's like very nice and uh he's also even uh, approved my skincare routine he's like he called it a 10 out of 10 and it's like Uh-oh. one thing i hold close to my heart but well shit then I, tell the people what is it 10 out of 10 I, so I wait use, 10 out of 10 for men or for women or for both for both okay like, so it like, is a 10 out of go 10 ahead give us the rundown routine. so it's like cleanser of course uh-huh it has like i go with my cleanser i used to do eye solutions because like i have bags but it's also because like it's just like genetic, but mm-hmm. so it doesn't it doesn't really work for the most part. I think eye solution like like the eye cream. Yeah. I don't think it works. Like I've done everything I can. I don't think I don't. I recently got them, and I think it's when I turned twenty four. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, like I thought they would go away. They haven't, so I think it's just my age. But yeah, it's I think fine. we're just getting older. We can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. But cleanser. Uh, it used to be eye solution, and then uh, I put on exfoliant. So like I just put exfoliant on okay. and I do that like one, two times a week. Sometimes I don't do it. Like yeah. it's like one time a week now yeah. just to make sure like I don't have like having that much product on me. Yeah. But as soon as that like dries, I put that on for like 10 minutes. If I don't have time, I'll just go straight to my moisturizer and sunscreen. So I think if you're looking for the bare minimum, it's cleanser, moisturizer and sunscreen. I think uh-huh. those are the top three things you need to make a perfect yeah. skincare sunscreen, routine. Sunscreen, sunscreen yeah. or else you're going to be paying for that shit later in life. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I mean, I think. You know what I was thinking the other day though? I was like people didn't start skincare routines until recently like probably like five years ago yeah I but think they're so, like, like in 40 years this will help your wrinkles how do they know how do you know we yeah, haven't, yeah, how how do they haven't know? been around for 40 years how <laughs> yeah, do you know hey, maybe they're just selling us hey i'm sold though so it's okay <laughs> plus uh uh you know uh, <laughs> so originally as we were talking about the thirst trap thing a lot of my day in life were very structured uh-huh. and aimed at my female audience so <laughs> so how did you grow a male audience because here's the thing if you don't know about social media the best thing to have if you're a male is to have males and girl and if you're a girl to have girls because i can sell them self-tanner i can sell them makeup i can sell yeah yeah the, the point is to obviously like sell the that's what brands is are like. to have your gender of a following so i have like 91 percent girls you have men i have I actually have on tiktok i have 50 50 pretty much Damn! Like, 
I think it's uh, which I think that's good for you too because you can also do. I mean, you turn down DoorDash, but like that would be free. Either. Yeah, that like, would, yeah. You, there's like you know, Nespresso. I think everyone drinks coffee, so yeah. it's like it aims at both. And I think and I think TikTok wellness. is about you're wellness like, too, though. Huh? Yeah, I'm basically so it's wellness like, too. You could, so you like, could go either way. So it's like either way. Like I don't, and also like I've gotten away from the third trappy stuff and stuff. So like how that. did you yeah. gain a male fo- audience? Is I gained a male didn't... audience mostly by starting to do a little more like talking about it a little more uh-huh. trying to i think the wellness aspect of it kind of started getting guys into it too and me uh yeah i think it's just like i was trying to i was trying to do more things that are more like uh-huh. i guess you can consider males do you know like play video yeah. games like tech i think tech is a big thing i have this one the one video like so for both my followings on tiktok and instagram it took me two months to get to 100k on both platforms and damn yeah, yeah i don't post on instagram i'm too scared i i honestly i personally don't prefer posting on instagram because they're mean be, before the yeah they're mean too man like the dudes oh the hygiene routine the skincare routine yeah. video that went viral like on tiktok i'm getting so much love from the ladies thank you ladies but on instagram <laughs> i'm getting so much like i'm getting trashed out by men constantly men and it's like think it's feminine and they think it's feminine okay but, well maybe you're just fucking nasty <laughs> get a skincare routine jesus like, christ and like the big thing is like like if i'm being real like a lot of the stuff in my hygiene routine was like bare minimum like the only things that i'd say are kind of like over the top maybe is like maybe the exfoliant yeah. and maybe the cuticle cream but that's because i have like really bad cuticles so like yeah. you know <laughs> they, okay like, cuticle like, cream i am like okay, my cuticles are not cute per yeah. se so like, they're not cute <laughs> so like uh so like that those are two things but outside of that like washing your ass like, like bro men are like what like, you mean to tell me you wash like, your you ass? wash your ass you take a shower and I'm use like, no, body y'all probably wash. Probably could try deodorant. Yeah, you, you could try could... like try de- like use deodorant. A lot of y'all need that. Stop using that aluminum free stuff. That don't work. <laughs> <laughs> like I can <laughs> smell <laughs> you from a mile away, bro. Uh, but the big thing is, you don't a lot wipe of, your ass, but you use like, aluminum free. Deodorant. Yeah, a lot. A lot of dudes don't understand that. Like, I understand. I'm not gonna say like I understand the whole art of it, but like. I understand what the female gaze is because I had that female audience at first, right? So I'd understand what the comments are like, oh, this guy is so clean. Uh, They're like, oh, he's doing like this. This day in life shows like he's like an acts of service guy. Uh, They're like, oh, he listens to like Drake. He listens to SZA. Like, like they like these kind of things. I'm not, I'm not doing it for the sake of the, like the female gaze. It's just like, I know, I know the insight behind it because I used to have a very dominantly female audience. Like before it was 90, 10, Uh that's how big. And then I had to push it all the way. I had to push it all the way to the male audience to where mostly, mostly I just wanted to be 50, 50. Cause I like, I design all my content to, for anyone to consume. Uh, Like design my content to be for anyone to consume. And I Uh like having it at that 50, 50 mark. But right now TikTok, I think sits at like 60, women and 40 men but i feel like that's good because you can go either way yeah i can still i can still go either way and guys I like to, don't want to watch my hair tutorials so, i can't sell them a you know yeah exactly I'm like honest. and I, I like you know like even even the, some of the things i say like i'll make i'll make little jokes that like i know that'll be on a woman's for you page versus what um, a man's for you page and like you know sometimes like for men i'll have like you know things i'm playing like call of duty and i have uh-huh. like reactions to it as i'm playing and then for women i'll make like little jokes like oh yeah girls stop are paying. better to have under your belt sorry <laughs> yeah but girls are better to have under your belt i'll, I'll let women, you know that they are yeah, women are much nicer like they are very kind are very sweet and you know what they have style they know that yeah they, they skincare know, like, routine they, is good guys yeah, are like hello catch up yeah, yeah ke- like bro catch up trust me if you have a skincare routine i promise you you're working hard to try to get that lambo and it's not gonna impress a girl yeah as soon as you show her your skincare <laughs> your ass, routine <laughs> as soon as you show her you have a skincare routine and you got a bidet yeah. She's going to be all over you. I promise The Lambo's like, not cute if it's got fucking skin marks in the yeah, driver's seat. Yeah, skin marks <laughs> on your boxers. Oh, yeah, skin marks on the seats. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. But, yeah, but, yeah. Dude wipe sponsor. Dude wipe sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Hey, just give me an idea. Hey, I'm going to get Sierra to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> they always comment on my shit because I, I post so much about shitting. shitting that's guy. another reason I don't have a male audience. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I ever post about stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. I, I'll, make, I'll make occasional jokes yeah. here and there to try to like try to like um like joke about it like especially yeah. like the skin marks thing i'll mention like which it's not that, i guess girls can be like yeah i relate to a girl shitting but if you were like shitting if you talked about shitting they'd probably like shitting your pants like, they'd be like what the yeah, yeah i don't like this guy <laughs> this is kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of i'm like have we touched what all we touch let's see oh okay this is our last or my last question to you and then we'll because it's literally been an over an hour. We just got so carried away. What 
is your go-to coffee order since you are the coffee king coffee king <laughs> my go-to coffee order is i love making my own coffee yeah like I, i've always been that way I iced like, or hot I, iced for sure iced, no, no, no. Okay. i'm not a, like it'll be freezing cold it'll be we can have an ice storm in texas again where everything is shut down i will drink an ice latte iced. like i love it but my go-to is making a brown sugar shaken espresso every single morning it is my, my favorite ass, thing yeah. and mine is actually low calorie like nearly zero oh. calorie um i use a uh, brown sugar truvia so it's zero truvia, calorie yeah, kind right? of stevia, but i got i got occasionally I'll, I'll mix up honey or sugar-free syrup uh-huh and then i'll put cinnamon in it and then i put i run the coffee whichever uh-huh. whichever capsule or whichever beans i like to run um I run those and then I'll put ice in it, shake it up and then pour it out. And then I'll have like this oat milk from Trader Joe's, my favorite oat milk, 90 calories. So we're still staying low on the calories. Yeah. And then it just tastes amazing. And I have that every single morning. I don't care to go to many coffee shops. Yeah. Um, most because I also go to the, re- uh, the, the, I also drink coffee to make sure I go shit too. <laughs> That's me. I, I, <laughs> like, if I don't have my morning like, shit. I'm like, ugh. Like, a morning shit, very important. Like, you know, I like to feel clean for the rest of the day and empty. And, you know, yes. trying to achieve. I uh, can't have my first meal until I have my morning shit. Exactly. And like, if I have I'm to do that. If I'm bitchy that day, if, I am, if I'm bitchy and you're like, oh, Abby's in a bad mood, it's because I have my morning shit. Exactly. It yeah, didn't yeah, come today. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we've been, we've, been, uh, we've been hitting that morning shit every single day, haven't <laughs> had any problems, no constipation. <laughs> but, Sometimes if I do, then the mid afternoon, I'll have a Celsius and it gets it right out of me. But I'm like, oh. Yeah, exactly. I just, but, but for me, I actually transitioned away from energy drinks because they just spike my anxiety. Like, like, uh, mine too. Even if, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like and it just like gets to me. Like, I just can't focus at yeah. all. Like, uh, and if, even if I have another coffee, because I do a double shot every morning. If I yeah. do another double shot, it will give me anxiety. Okay, yeah. And but yeah, you, taking those morning shakes important. I like, you know, I know the ladies. You know, we're trying to achieve that morning skinny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, you know, I look, I look best in the morning. And, and so sure. and at home, brown sugar shaken espresso. That's how you get that morning skinny, ladies. That's how you get that morning skinny. Trust me, <laughs> that low calorie is gonna get you there. That's how you get those thirst traps. So, yeah, that's <laughs> how you get sauna. those thirst traps, and like make sure like the abs are popping out, looking good, and everything like that. Right? <laughs> but you know, hey, Ross. Ross He's a he's a man of God now. <laughs> you know he not he not you're uh, not actively trying to constantly look into that. <laughs> he's a changed man. Changed man. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. so much for coming on. Yeah. No, no, thank you for having me. It was a great time. Like you know, not gonna lie, I was very nervous. I've never done uh, a podcast before. I, I hope I did great. Like, yeah. We'll see how the and if you didn't, this looks. is the best podcast to not do good on because I'm raggedy as fuck. Right. So. No, no, no. I'm, I'm right. I'm just as raggedy. You know, like I think you guys got an inside scoop of like what goes in on my mind, and I'm not always as structured as so I show. So you're you're very media. aesthetic, but you have no freaking clue. Yeah, exactly. I'm aesthetic, but I have no freaking clue about what's going on in this world. <laughs> join the motherfucking party up. well i love it okay well thanks so much for coming yeah, on thanks for having me it was a great time we'll see you guys on the next episode of no freaking clue see you later oh bye bye <laughs>